Hello and welcome back to In God We Trust Podcast. Today we are going over how politics involve with the Bible and kind of what we can do to kind of connect the two because this is a kind of like a big question between some people like how much does this tie into that and where we should look. So today we're going to go over topics like that and how we can trust leaders and where you can look in the Bible to be able to pick your side because we all know that politics is a pretty crazy topic. So that's what's going on today. Uh, it's about a 30-minute video all together, but we are splitting it in half. So today will be about uh, 16 minutes, and then tomorrow we will have another like 15 minutes, and that will be questions just relating to God and things about the Bible. Okay, well, let's get right into it. I'm currently uh, broadcasting, piggybacking off of the prayer furnaces, Wi-Fi, I don't have a cooker phone right now. Unlike Levi, he's prepared. I don't have headphones. But, dude, we're just going to go for this, so please bear with us. But in the news, we want to offer prophetic and biblical insight to what's going on in the news this week. So, Levi, something that your generation might be asking about in current events that maybe we can point out what God, how God is involved in the process. Uh, well, honestly, all my friends are just talking about how prices for everything is going up and the, everyone thinks it's because of political parties. And, um, that's what has been the big talk. And, um, I, I just think about how, if God is in control of everything, like, does this, like, how do you think he runs two different things completely? like one side here and then the other side here how does that balance out like you see what i'm asking a little bit so uh, so you're, are you talking about free will and how god is in control but also gives us the opportunity to choose is that what you're talking about bro well i'm just curious on like um our leaders like we are supposed to trust our leaders so oh. how how can we do that when we see so differently on things, but they're still like in charge of the economy, basically? Right. Well, we've got Jesus is all powerful. God holds all things together. The book of Colossians shows us that. The book of Ephesians holds all things together. He created these things things but he also gave man free will and each and every one of us have broken that free will we've chosen to do wrong we've chosen to go against god but thank god for salvation in jesus right jesus is the only way the only truth the only life no one can come to the father except through him no one can go to heaven but through christ jesus you know but there's the there are these systems in place right there are forces that empower people for the evil for the wrong things and then there's the Holy Spirit when we align with the scripture, when we align in a personal relationship with Jesus and we start committing our, ourselves to the scripture and everything that it says in it and applying it to our lives and going through the process of uh, relationship with Jesus, but also a sanctification to become Jesus. You know, we, we are in a spiritual battle. So uh, there's, there's good and evil. There's God and there's the devil, right? But God, there's no comparison. He, he is infinite. He's eternal. You know, uh, the devil is a created being, but the devil wants anybody and everybody he can 
down with him. So he'll empower people uh, in, in negativity and war. You know, he he causes stress. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. You know, the, the devil uh, wants to have war. The devil wants to have chaos and confusion. But only through Jesus Christ is there peace, is there transformation, is there rest, is there love. You know, so we need to pray for our, our leaders, the government. You know, Romans chapter 13 talks about being submitted to our authorities. But it's also only when your authorities are doing that which is good, that which is godly. So what are, are Christians supposed to do when things are bad, when there's pain at the pump, when there's taxes like crazy, right? Like, you know, they are doing things for their benefit right now. Um now, what we need to do is love them, pray for them to come to Christ. It doesn't matter what government we're, we're part of, what nation we're, we're, we're from, watching in. You know, there are corrupt governments, but there are also godly leaders in corrupt governments. You know, we need to pray for everybody to, you know, as long as things align with the word of God, we go with that flow. But when things start, you know, contradicting, like say preaching the gospel, the Apostle Peter, the Apostle John, in Acts chapter 3, healed them, right? Jesus Christ healed the man, the, the lame man through them. And they were told, don't preach in the name of Jesus or we're going to kill you. They said, we would rather obey God than man, right? So we need to obey God overall. Right now, I have hope for America. You know, things change with, with a vote. Things change every two years. Things change every four years. You know, uh, and for the good or for the better, people need to align their political values with the biblical principle. Amen. So, you know, um, that's that's what I want to encourage people to do. Your vote counts. You know, your vote counts, but vote according to the scripture, the principles that we see in the scripture. And then, you know, pray for your, your leaders. You know, uh, right now things might seem dark, but I believe that revival is coming up. I believe awakening is coming. I believe there will be worship and intercession from the White House again, you know. So I I, I think people need to get involved, pray for their leaders, you know, but, but also see what the Word of God says. If the, if they're teaching something that's contradictory to the Word, you know, there's, there's things going on right now that their agenda is being pushed down our throats that are not from God, that are not righteous. Those people pushing those agendas, they have to do what all of us need to do. Repent. Align with the word of God, turn our hearts, turn our minds to the scripture, to the Holy Spirit, and, and start walking out the Christian life in righteousness. Right now, when we're in Christ, we are the righteousness of God. We are the righteousness of God. And so we have the Holy Spirit who changes, transforms us, and we start walking out this relationship with Jesus. And that starts showing in education systems, in our governmental systems, in our media, you know, starts showing in all society, as long as we have great godly people who are willing to uh, make a stand for Jesus and lead well. So there might be two systems. Let's not focus on the negative. Let's continue to pray for these people. Let's speak positivity. Let's decree and declare peace, joy, righteousness, because that's the king of God. You know, Jesus prayed, mm -hmm. your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So everywhere we bring heaven with us. And so there's pain at the pump. I totally understand that. It hurts every time I fill up the pump. 
up. And it seems like the leaders just don't understand. They're doing everything opposite of what they should be doing, right? But there are other things that we can do. We could be smart with our money. We could, we could be wise stewards of what God has given us. We could teach people biblical principles of savings, of investment investing of entrepreneurship uh, in order to better society as a whole, micro loans and things like that, which change regions in Africa and you know, other places like that. There are missions agencies doing these things. But now here in America, if we're feeling the pain, let's think outside the box and get God ideas, make new inventions that will just kind of blow people away, but also compete in the free enterprise system that we currently have. And maybe there's alternative fuels that God will empower. I mean, back to the future. Remember back to the future one at the tail end of back to the future. uh, Yeah, George, I think it was, you know, he put a banana and a can into this flying DeLorean. You know, that was energy. What if God gave us that idea and the, the thing to do that? That'd be awesome, right? So let's be creative. Let's think outside the box. Let's not just sit back and hide in our homes, but let's actually go do something different using God ideas to transform the world. Thinking about that, where could you point to someone that hasn't been involved with any of that, where they can look in the Bible to make a choice between what side? Um, Are you talking about politics? Are you talking about right from wrong? Politics. Um, Politics. Yep. Like, uh, basically let's say that someone never grew up, uh, with their parents, like telling them like, Oh, this is, this is like how, you know, they have no knowledge at all. Where would you point in the Bible if you could, or if you have anything where you can kind of relate the two so you can make a more as close of a judgment as how we should make our decisions in the political world, because that's, yeah. That's a topic that gets brought up a lot, and um, I don't really know how to point to someone in the Bible to where you can look. Well, let's talk about hermeneutics. That's the art and science of studying the, the Scripture. We all have a lens that we see through to approach the Scripture, to study the Bible. Uh, but in, in basic Bible study, there's a principle called principalizing. Principles. So what are the godly principles that people can look at that are in the Scripture? You know, uh, and then apply that. I know last week we talked about, briefly talked about the abortion issue. What does the scripture show? Life is precious. God knit us together in our mother's womb, right? God knew our form. You know, God was there, active. God created all things. There's a principle that life is precious. Uh, there's the principle that whenever there is, um, a, a deliverer Moses to free the slaves when Moses was coming when he was born you know they destroyed went went to go kill the babies right when Jesus was born Herod sent sent people to go kill the babies right there's a principle so since 1960 something uh, there's been this this uh, Roe versus Wade this this ungodly decision that was made legalized now if anybody out there's has participated in it and, and felt sorry, you know, um, I don't want to, I want to break shame off you on a bless you and shame point, point you to Jesus, have relationship with him. He can heal you and restore you, you know? Um, but the principle is since 1960 or so half of our generations, 
Levi are not here. Now, why is that? That's because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And our generations have a godly destiny by design to do great things in Jesus' name. We're to bring awakening. We're to bring the kingdom of God here on earth. We're to see healings, miracles, and signs, and wonders. You know, but the devil wants to steal, kill. He wants to take half of our generation before we're born. Your high school, your college is half what it's supposed to be because of this ungodly decision. Now, that might be changing here real quick. In the streets, there are going to be people protesting this soon coming decision here real soon. And some cities will be what we saw in the summer of 2020. And I don't want to strike fear in anybody. I believe that God will raise up people to go minister to those people in the streets. You know, years ago, a bunch of anarchists came to Eugene, Oregon. And we were the first Christians to go reach them for Jesus, give them food, give them clothes, you know, help them. And they said, Christians, we've never had Christians do this before. There are going to be Christians God is going to raise up to reach people on the fringes and on the margins. And those people will start coming to Jesus on the streets, right? When they see love, when they see the, the, the opposite of the spirit of the world, they start seeing, giving people love. They'll start aligning with the scripture. They'll start asking questions and they need to disciple them. So all that being said, um, I don't want to say that one party is correct over the other. What are the biblical principles that you see in the scripture? How can you apply it to your life and then apply it to your uh, political alignment? Now, if this is ungodly, don't you can't align with it. You should not align with it. You know, uh, as I said last week, nations rise and fall, right? Political parties change. People's mindsets change. You know, I believe that God has a reason for America. You know, we're, we've supported the most missionaries in the world, but since 2005, things have changed. North Korea is sending out more missionaries now per capita than we are. You know, right now we need to preach Jesus on TikTok, on Instagram. We need all the, all the light that we can possibly have on social media right now in America because right now we're, it seems like we're godless. Fewer people know how to study the Bible. Which is why we offer the spirit guide to journaling. You know, people go to fireboardstreets.com. They could, they could get that to know what the scripture is saying and know what the Holy Spirit is saying at the same time. And that's why I leave. I, I wanted you and I to have these discussions to offer people hope, show them the truth, show them these tools to apply to their lives. Because as the veil is lifted from their eyes, they'll realize maybe the part uh, part they aligned with is ungodly. And then they start seeing which leaders, because I'll vote for a leader. I'll vote for good leaders who align with, with life, who, who align with godly principles. I'll align with those people, right? I'm, as I'd said, I'm, I'm an independent, but I am a conservative. I am a Christian. I believe in the U.S. Constitution, the Bill of Rights, all that. You know, um, we have freedom here in America that other countries don't have. It may be censored for talking about this stuff. I mean, I've been censored twice. Bring it, right? <laughs> like, this is the truth. Align with the scriptures and what principles are in the scripture. Like, about the death penalty? How do we justify that? You know, see, start aligning with what the scripture shows. There, we have sin. There are crimes and there are punishments that are just and needed. Now, if there's something that's unjust, we need to deal with that, right? Uh, and, and we need to align it as best as we can with the scripture. So just keep praying for godly leaders. Again, I don't, I'm not a 
partisan. I don't want to tell people which party to go with because that's not my jam, you know, but um, align with those with biblical principles, especially as you study the Bible the right way. You know, uh, we, we can't take our ideas and force it into the scripture. That's called to Jesus. What we need to do is take the principles from the scripture and take them out and then apply them to our mind and our lives. That's called exegesis. So people can't take their political bias going and looking at the scripture and saying, you know, the disciples were, you know, these, you know, perverts or absolutely not. They weren't right. Like take look at the scripture. You pull the principles out. You find the gold. You apply it to your life. I think people will start seeing seeing the way, especially when it comes to politics. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I think the conversation that happened there is, it was a very good conversation. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Okay, tomorrow we'll pick up right where we left off. Thank you for listening. Have a great day, and God bless.